Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name's Evan. Somebody once <laughs> told me, just kidding. Uh, my name's Alex, and today, if you don't already know from that, we are covering one of the greatest animated films ever, Shrek. Um, one of my notes was like, that was a really good year for All-Star by Smash Mouth. Cause it I was, mean, it was the year for Smash Mouth. Yeah. And- <laughs> It was also in the end credits of uh, Digimon, the movie that came out, I think the You're year kidding. prior. Yeah. So just killer year. I wonder if they still make hella royalties off that. Uh, they have to. Every time Shrek's <laughs> played, they get some money, I'm sure. Um, but in all honesty, since we are, uh, we're talking about this great movie, that's such a great start off to the movie. Such a great start off to this podcast mm-hmm. right here. Um but let's let's get into like a little of the technicals of Shrek. Uh, came out in the year two thousand, or no, excuse me, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Shrek. Shrek is older than my little sister, <laughs> who's that's in college really, right now. That's Isn't really that crazy? crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Shrek is pre nine eleven. Yeah, it's a different wow. reality altogether. Totally different world. Totally yeah. different world. And so. Um, I didn't know this, but I was doing research for this podcast here. It's actually based off a book from about 10 years earlier. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Shrek has some similar looks, but it, the book is pretty similar. It's got Fiona and Donkey in it. And okay. I imagine pretty similar plot points. But so that was pretty interesting. And obviously it became a, you know, huge success. So, yeah. So the book is by uh, this guy named William Stieg, Stieg, not sure. Yeah. But um, the first person to buy the rights to it was actually Steven Spielberg. And he just sat on it too long, didn't do anything with it. So his his like claim to the the story expired, and that's when DreamWorks oh. jumped in. Um, I think Shrek is also the first DreamWorks CGI movie, okay. which seems wild to me because uh, so it came out like five or six years after Toy Story, but in like my mind those two films are eons apart. But that, I guess that's just because at that age, that was, you know, five, six years, like, like half eternity. my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. That no, that is, though? that is an interesting fact. Um, you know, it's also the first time the Academy Awards have an, a best animated film category. So Shrek is ever, is actually the first ever winner of the yeah. best animated, uh, award at the Academy Awards. So, uh, you know, animation is picking up in the movie world in, in yeah. 2000s. It's getting do, the respect it deserves. Do you think they came up with that award before Shrek or because Shrek existed? Obviously, because c- of Shrek, they inst- they realized like, it was well, an instant classic. Well, we can't nominate classic. this for best picture. Yeah, so. yeah. And so this will, we'll have to make a new category for it. Best animated picture. Yeah. Um. No, but in all seriousness, this movie on rewatch, it really held up. I was. Yeah, for sure. I, like I knew it was still funny because I had watched it later in life as an adult, but you know I hadn't revisited Trek in uh, a number of years still from this point, and mm-hmm. I was I was laughing a ton. It was yeah. it, it, some things didn't catch me off guard, but just it, it caught me off guard how 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 funny it actually was still after all these years. Yeah, it definitely holds up. I have I got a couple uh, more bits of tr- Shrek trivia that are Hit I me. feel like pretty them. interesting. 
Um, one last year, it was uh, selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Damn right. Uh, it's like, <laughs> is that fascinating or sad or both? Like Shrek is a cultural touchstone. It of, is of American it really, culture, but it really is. It, I, it honestly is. It's it's a. Uh, it was before its time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. My, my last piece of trivia. So uh, I guess there is this book called uh, Men Who Would Be King, and it's about like the beginnings of of uh, DreamWorks as a studio. And DreamWorks okay. was uh, behind was the studio that did um, Prince of Egypt, which is popular mm. 2D animated film of the time. But apparently while Shrek was in development several years before, people did not have high hopes for it. So if you're doing a shitty job on Prince of Egypt, you'd get sent to go work on Shrek as a punishment. Oh. And they, they literally called it being Shreked. <laughs> and it, and it, it ended up being like a, a blockbuster hit, a cultural touchstone now in the yeah. Library of Congress. Uh, but that's just uh, fascinating to fascinating to me that's crazy because i guess when they started working on it you know they don't have the voices and all of that but so Mm -hmm. it's gonna have a-list celebrities starring in it and to think and it's gonna go on to be talked about years and years after and it's gonna go on to have like four or five sequels Mm -hmm. and to think it was like a punishment that's actually so (laughs) funny i didn't know that that's really the black swan of of dreamworks (laughs) studio and you know what that's kind of what the film's about though that's pretty funny in all honesty is it's about like that ugly project that's no good, but you know, you rub off all the dirt in the mud and you actually have a diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. Oh, the other thing. So I I guess we can start getting into like the voices and the cast. You you touched on it a little bit, but um, before Mike Myers came on board, Shrek was originally supposed to be voiced by Chris Farley of SNL. Mm -hmm. And he had actually done like 80% of the voice work before he uh, passed away. I heard and that. I think it's kind of touching that they brought in like a, another SNL castmate to to redo that voice for him. I but, agree because uh, they, really, they, they like were friends. Redid the. Mm-hmm. I think they like redid the script once Mike Myers came on board. That was one of his conditions because he wanted it to be like just a completely new take on the character. So that's where the uh, you know the Scottish accent comes in, but. Mm-hmm. There are clips floating around of like Chris Farley's original voice work, and it's it's just Chris Farley talking as Chris Farley. But yeah. it, it's pretty interesting to see that it could have ended up as this whole new, you know, completely different uh, thing than what we all know and love. It's crazy to think about um, because I think it's funny. Well, so just Mike Myers' voice is very reminiscent of Austin Powers when he plays Fat Bastard. Uh, It sounds real similar, but so the Scottish accent actually was something he didn't do until the end. He like Mike Myers shot the movie and they were like, something's missing. And they like went through and did a reshoot of him saying every line in a Scottish accent. And so (laughs) uh, I think it's perfect. I can't imagine Shrek without the accent in all honesty. So yeah. Why don't we just get into it though? Let's talk about these characters. The the main Uh character, we've started talking about Shrek played by Mike Myers um, mm-hmm. formerly Chris Farley, RIP. Yeah. And um, Shrek is the titular character. The movie's named after him. It's all about Great word. Shrek. Great word, titular. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Shrek is, how would you describe Shrek? He's green, he, big. A grumpy loner. Likes yeah, grumpy loner. Yeah, yeah, To yeah. keep to himself and, and keep his, his space. Uh, has a nice little He's an ogre. Swamp we didn't say that. Tent. He's an ogre. He is an ogre. If, if you haven't seen the movie, Shrek is, <laughs> is an ogre. If you haven't seen the movie, you probably <laughs> should watch it before listening to this. But so, um, yeah, he's a grumpy loner. He wants to be left alone in his swamp. Mm-hmm. And that's made clear right out of the gate. I touched on it a little bit, but so he's reading a fairy tale book and in a pretty like nice tone uh-huh. and then cut to him ripping out the book, using it as toilet paper, Classic. flushing the toilet. And he's like in an outhouse and then <laughs> smash mouth. Somebody comes. That's through the his door. debut. Yeah. He bursts it's, through the door <laughs> with all star. Yeah. And it's an amazing debut because so I just think back to that time, fairy tale or like animated movies you're gonna think of like your toy stories like disney Mm -hmm. movies like sleeping beauty tarzan stuff of that time like we're very stick to the script fairy tale stories and Mm -hmm. uh as a kid this was not like any other you know mythical type of story we had seen and it it establishes that on the first beat of the movie Uh uh-huh um i i think it was it was at just like the perfect timing because it was after all like the classic, uh, or I'll say the nineties, yeah. uh, Disney princess movies. Um, so it was like spoofing all of those in a way, being very tongue in cheek about it. Um, with the, the fairy tale book introduction before that, uh, like when the DreamWorks title sequence, the little boy on the moon, when that's playing, uh, I forgot how like, recognizable and iconic like the shrek classical music theme is yeah like that started playing i was like oh my that took me back i was like holy shit the music is very strong throughout all of shrek between Mm -hmm. the uh, the smash mouth between hallelujah between um i don't give a damn about your reputation (laughs) like every song like has like a really good purpose and is just like a jam in general like it's like it it's upbeat. Like it's a, you're like, yeah, I'm like jazzed by this, but I know what yeah. you mean. Like the tune where princess Fiona is humming like, and you're like, that's not what you think of when you think of music in Shrek, but it, it's stuck in your it head. Like pulled me back to my childhood. instantly. Yeah. It, like it dredged up. I don't know. my. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say the, all, the animation, holds up fairly well for being out in 2001 yeah i heard they worked on it for like four years though the animation not to not to take anything away from it because you're right it holds up it looks great there's no Mm -hmm. i have no qualms with the animation at all it looks awesome yeah it's better than anything like i mean granted it's a bigger studio but it's better than like any of the cgi stuff that like netflix is 100 out at this at at this point and it's 20 years earlier, but yeah, it still holds up for sure. Oh yeah. It's great. It's great. And, um, just all of it really comes together to, uh, tell like a unique story. And I think that's what was also appreciated back then is the uniqueness of it is it is a spoof, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's like very aware of itself being a spoof. Like, a if that makes any sense, like the fact that he's an ogre is so like just reminiscent of like the, ugly brute kind of this is what we are uh-huh. movie yeah a bit more crude uh-huh uh so his first evening 
he kind of settles in and he has this like little dinner to himself. <laughs> His dinner. like, yeah, he's just eating dinner by himself. He like puts out a nice spread, lights a little candle of earwax. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I relate so much more to Shrek now <laughs> as like a 28 year old. Like he just wants to be left alone. Doesn't like being around people. He's just an introvert. Like, yeah. He's not he just wants to eat his dinner just, in peace. And like, yeah, he just wants to eat his dinner in peace and have not be bo- bothered by anyone. And it's like, as a kid, you're like, oh, what a grumpy, you know, dude. <laughs> but now it's like, I, I get it. I get it, Shrek. I'm on you're, your side. You're like, oh. You're like, it makes so much sense. You're like, oh, I totally understand mm-hmm. why he was so grumpy and angry at these people all bothering him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the point where the 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 story kind of kicks off is like it's I think it's like the next at day this dinner people isn't start, it, it no no starts, no it's in the dinner oh, they yeah. bust in it's all these fairy tale creatures mm-hmm. you're right you're right um, and he finds out that all the woodland creatures and fairy tale creatures are kind of uh, encroaching on his swamp because their Lord Farquaad has, has sent his knights out to kind of round him up and take over the swamp. And Shrek is a, ultimately a movie about gentrification in marginalized communities. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, no, but for real, Lord, Lord Farquaad says, everyone get out of here. And he wrangles them up. And also there's like a scene. So we might have skipped out of order here, but that's okay. Where Donkey is getting sold. Mm-hmm. And so since we're talking about Donkey, voiced by uh, the great Eddie Murphy, who is honestly just mm-hmm. like perfect for... The role of Donkey, I don't know how, like, he's the great amount of energy, positivity, chipperness, like, but also, like, a little sassy. I don't even know. He's, like, perfect for the role of Donkey. And none of Donkey's dialogue really feels that scripted. It It's so conversational, so I don't know whether to credit the writers or probably a little bit of both the writers and Eddie Murphy, but it just feels like natural conversation, like... It doesn't seem super scripted at all. It just no. feels so natural. He flows, yeah, because mm. he's just nonstop talking to. He's like ten thousand words a minute. Just stream of consciousness, saying whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but so uh, back to the like, Lord Farquaad is rounding up these fairy tale creatures, mm-hmm. giving like people gold for turning them in, and. That he's just like shoving them away because people are also it's so funny because the movie's like so meta is like Lord Farquaad's like we're over fairy tale creatures get out of here you like blah 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 Uh, and it's like a metaphor for these fairy tale movies that they're just poking a ton of fun at (laughs) and so what are some of the notable fairy tale creatures that we see in his swamp we get like uh, three blind mice yep. You get Ooh, that's actually the first we see. I love the three blind mice because they're just literally blind and they just stumble around. And it's it's <laughs> such a physical joke. Yeah. It's so funny. You also get the three bears and, and one of the cages is too small, which I thought was really funny. Uh, he's and, like, this one's too small. <laughs> um, and you have uh, Peter Pan turning in Tinkerbell, which is what uh, how Donkey gets outed because he starts flying away and starts talking trash to the That whole scene is so funny. She's like, I have a talking donkey and he decides not to talk. And so they think she's a liar. (laughs) And she's pretty funny. uh, There's so many funny moments though. I think it's more reminiscent to like what we see nowadays in comedy is they fire them off real fast. Mm -hmm. They just go one after another. And if you blink, you'll miss them. 
Um, but so there's a bunch of great fairy tale creatures. I'm uh, I'm surprised that, um, like I don't know. I feel like they bar like just took all of Disney's. Catalog. Uh, catalog and we're like you know here we're gonna shit on you guys <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really much. what it feels like yeah. like the big bad wolf is there um mm-hmm. and i don't know why the big bad wolf is so funny it just sitting in his bed and he's like hey <laughs> like I, I, the casual demeanor of the wolf is great uh so yeah farquad is the uh antagonist and I guess I never really put two and two together at the time but farquad is basically just uh, it's supposed to sound like fuckwad Ah, I never knew that. <laughs> I didn't know. Lord Farquaad. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lord Farquaad's real short and he's got a funny haircut. Mm-hmm. And he's voiced, it's voiced by, by John John Lithgow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's Very great. Recognizable voice. Yeah. He's awesome. Um and so he's the he's the big bad he's uh not a king. Um, but he's in charge of um what's his place called? Duloc. Duloc. He's in charge Duloc, of Duloc. Yeah. And he's the one who kicked all the fairy tale creatures out. And so we meet Lord Farquaad. And I think this is maybe my favorite scene of the whole movie. And he's torturing the gingerbread man. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, not the gumdrop buttons. And then he's like, tell me what I want to know. And he's like, okay, okay. Do you know? the muffin man and it's like just so well delivered and so funny and then Lord Farquaad's like the muffin man the muffin man he's like (laughs) yes I know the muffin man the one who lives on Drury like it's just such a classic fairy tale but with I don't even know such a great spin Mm -hmm. on it and it's uh Gingy as I think his name is actually is just uh, so funny in that moment they they, like ease right into that joke they don't really like wink at you too much so you don't really know what's happening until they're like yeah. A little ways into the joke, it's pretty funny. It reminds me of like when Childish Gambino, he does this one freestyle where he like stops to start talking and then he just picks up the rap. Yeah, it is, it's exactly <laughs> how it feels. He's also like, it's, it's, this is clearly not the same type of show we're used to. Like, Gingy's getting waterboarded with milk when we first <laughs> meet him. Like, that is not the normal type yeah. of stuff you Doesn't see in a kid's movie. Uh, lose a leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He chopped off a leg <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's being tortured. No, no. And, and little Farquaad's like little run. He, I think it's both legs. He's like, run, run as fast as you can. You can't <laughs> catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Mm-hmm. It's so great. It's like this dark and more crude take on all these classic fairy tales. And it's all mm-hmm. hodgepodge into one. Yeah. And, and so I think at that point, they Farquaad talks to the, the, he gets mirror the mirror on the wall. And that's when he determines he's not a king. He's like, "What's well? Who's the best kingdom of the all of them all?" And he's like, "Well, you're not a king." The mirror's funny too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the mirror's just like a, a face in a mirror, and he's like, "He's like, well, you're not a king yet." I should say yet. <laughs> like a, he's like a real people pleaser. Like, yeah. Um, so w- when the mirror does the whole like, which princess is is the right one for Farquaad bit? Like that's when I. I get a little bit reminded of like, oh, this is an old movie. That's like a pretty dated reference because that's referencing like dating game shows from, yeah. you know, 70s, 80s and whatnot. So like 
Man, Shrek is fucking 20 years old. <laughs> right? Yeah. It is this pretty is classic. This the 20th though. anniversary uh, special episode for Shrek. This is what sets off the whole plot of the movie, though, is Farquaad, to become a king and be a king, be the best kingdom of them all, needs to find a princess and marry her. And so after his little dating show with the mirror, mm-hmm. uh, he settles on Princess Fiona, who is voiced by Cameron Diaz and is our leading lady. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's funny. The mirror tries to warn Lord Farquaad of the curse, but like Lord Farquaad's already in his own head about like what the wedding and everything's going to be about. So he doesn't, he totally ignores the mirror about Fiona's curse that she has. I, I really enjoy the like Shrek's brawl with all the knights. Yeah. Yeah. Badass as a kid. I love in the fight how um, I don't know why, but like when Shrek breaks the barrel of beer and it like is going everywhere. Like, I don't know why that's such a fun scene to me though. Him and donkey are taking everyone out after that, after they leave Duloc to go find the princess. I think that's where we get the classic ogres are like onions speech, which is like really deep in a weird sort of way, because once again, it's all this big meta reference to, you know, like Shrek being this, outwardly gross, mean, monstrous being. But on the inside, he's a sweet, gentle soul who really just wants like his alone time and not to be bothered Mm -hmm. in his own house, which is like a reasonable request. And so it's, (laughs) it's funny that they go with the onion metaphor over the cake thing. And he's like, it's important that it's an onion. He's like, ogres are like onions. Ogres aren't like cakes. And it's just classic donkey being donkey this whole time. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know what I really like? I really like parfait. Have you ever had a parfait? Like, it's just so funny. (laughs) I really, I can't remember exactly what he says, but when they get, so they they go off, they set off to find Fiona, but when they get to her like volcano tower of doom where she's uh, imprisoned. Which is like a classically, it's like over the top castle standing on a thin shred of land in a, over a giant lava pit. Mm-hmm. But uh, Donkey, there's like a, like a really funny uh, fart joke. <laughs> Or Donk is like, Shrek, was that you? And it's like, no, it's probably like the sulfur. <laughs> He's like, my mouth was wide open. Like, He's ah. like, I can't believe you would do that for me downwind. <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's so great. It's not even like a, a joke. It's not even like it's, clever or anything, but it's just so, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's <laughs> delivery of, of everything is so You're funny. very right in the fact that it sounds like most of his lines are not scripted. Like it really doesn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> But we get to the castle. They have a great scene where they're going over the bridge. And this thing is like shaking. Shrek has no regard for his or donkey's life. Can we just agree here? He's like, I don't really give a damn. Yeah. I think he knows how to, to push buttons in the right way. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they get across the bridge, finally, uh, Shrek says, that'll do. Donkey, that'll, that'll do, that'll donkey. Do. And I was like, is that a reference to Babe the Pig? Oh. And so I looked it up. The famous that'll do, yeah. Babe, that'll do. Um, that movie, Babe, uh, was distributed by Universal, which is the parent company of DreamWorks. So I'm choosing to believe that was like a, a clever wink to the, I guess. Well, there's a there's a ton of references. Probably love. There's a million Babe. references in this movie. <laughs> it, you blink and you'll miss a reference. Yeah. So that's a good one to catch. Yeah. And so from the fairy tale, we know there's a fire breathing dragon from here. And 
you know, watching this as an adult, it, I don't know why, like maybe the shock value of it wasn't there. I feel like it shouldn't have been as shocking, but you get this mean dragon. It's chasing donkey around and this and that. And then when it turns out to be a girl dragon, it's like such a surprise for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the The dragon is voiced by, which I never would have thought the dragon had a voice actor, but it does. She does. Um, is voiced by this guy named Frank Welker who, if you look him up on Wikipedia, has voiced Fred Jones in Scooby-Doo since its inception. So you're telling me Fred from Scooby-Doo is the voice of the dragon. (laughs) Apparently. Wow. Well, what do you know? Um, Yeah. I I love, like, on retrospect, like I said, as a kid, it was, like, shocking and kind of funny that the, the dragon was a girl. But, like, in... Looking back at it, I really like that. Like, shame on me for assuming all dragons were boys, you know, like challenging (laughs) Challenging gender norms. uh, Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when you're real young, you're like, all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. But like, you quickly realize that's not how it works. Yeah. So Donkey has to be the decoy (laughs) for uh, the dragon dragon while Shrek goes and finds (laughs) while uh, Shrek goes and finds Fiona. I think it's really funny. Shrek, you know, busts into her chamber uh, and and like while he's like coming to and getting cleaned up, she's like peeking like out of the corner of her eye, making sure her like straining out her dress to make sure it's like a picture, <laughs> a perfect moment, like making sure she gets the look oh, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's great because so she thinks this is like her big fairy tale moment. Like true love's kiss is going to free her from her curse. And mm-hmm. You know, she like as Shrek is leaning Mm -hmm. in to wake her up, you can even see her pucker her lips like she's looking for a kiss. And then Shrek, of course, classically just like shakes her violently (laughs) awake and it's like, hey, hey, are you awake? Like classic bait and switch. Like it's it's a it's a great joke. There is. um, So once they leave her chamber, he like tells her what the deal is. and, And so they start making their way out of the castle. They run. There's this one bit where they run by. They run by all these like skeletons of all the knights that have have, have attempted to rescue her in the past. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they walk by this like giant cauldron, I think. And there's like a giant book in the background. And so I like pause it. And I was like, "That's random. I've never. I mean, I've never really noticed it before. But it's like it's a picture of like knight's armor, and it's sectioned off like how how you'd see a diagram of like beef cuts." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> The page is called like Nightly Treats Stop, Night with a that's K. That's so like, funny. Yeah, that's, that's a cute. nice background <laughs> joke for those who are paying attention. That's uh, great. That's really great. Like Dragon's just been in there, you know, working on her cooking. You know what I just realized is this is where both our two main characters, Shrek and Donkey, meet their love interests. But at first, neither of them, they're very antagonistical to to the other one. Mm-hmm. That's true. I guess I, I hadn't, I hadn't put that, that together. Donkey is trying to appeal to Dragon's feminine wiles once he discovers that she's a girl. Uh, starts flirting with her, so he does laying down eating. mad game. It works, and so this is where Shrek and Fiona meet, and it's real great when um, they get out of the castle because there's a really funny moment where after they rescue Princess Fiona and they're out of the castle and. Uh, they wrap the dragon up in a really cool way with the chandelier and the chain and all of that. It's a really fun scene watching them zigzag all through that. After they leave, though, mm-hmm. um, Fiona 
is assuming Shrek is her true love, the one. And so she's like, oh, I need true love's kiss to free me from this curse. And uh, Donkey's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You think you and Shrek are going to be together? It is your true, is your one true love? And she goes, well, yes. And then they do that classic stop, stare at each other, and then hysterically start laughing. It's great. It's a great little scene. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what? And then uh-huh. he tells her about Lord Farquaad and... Um, I'm pretty sure there's a short joke in there, which is, they they are always poking fun at how short <laughs> Lord Farquaad is. Like when his uh, castle, yeah. when the, we didn't talk about his castle at all. Hold on. So his castle is ginormous <laughs> and Shrek like makes a joke to Donkey when they get there. He's like, do you think he's compensated for anything? And Donkey just doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. And Shrek's the only one laughing. And I think yeah. that's so funny when Shrek's just the only one. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, forget it. And then joke. also we didn't, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't talk about when they first arrive in Duloc about like the kids singing the song and it's like um, a, a play on it's a small world in, in Disney. Just probably mm-hmm. one of the funniest moments of all childhood when they're like, please keep off of the grass, shine your shoes, wipe your face and it's like <laughs> such a dumb joke but as a kid you knew exactly what it was like oh oh, oh they were old yeah. like, oh, they're gonna say yes <laughs> oh but that's great but so yeah they yeah. make fun of lord farquaad and uh they tell fiona they're gonna bring her back and then one thing i noticed is like a good portion of this movie is like travel time <laughs> i i made a note of that uh love this movie holds up but there are like four to five travel sequences, montages. And it's like, okay, that's kind of just a little bit of lazy writing. <laughs> like, well, how do we, how do we depict that they're falling in love? Put on a it song. Great. It's, it starts with a musical montage to smash mouth. There's one to hallelujah at the end. There's, I think oh, it's great. one in the middle. While is it accidentally in love? In love? Yeah. That's a jam too. No, that's, that's Shrek, Shrek too. That's Shrek too. That is Shrek a jam. Two. No spoilers. That is Shrek the, too. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, so uh, that's, a, <laughs> you're right though. There's some smash some mouth. The songs are good, but I did notice there's like a lot of like cut scenes. Um, but so then uh, we get to our first like scene of them tra- staying at night and Fiona, like, obviously, because of her curse, she turns into an ogre at night. Uh, did you notice when Shrek and Donkey were talking outside, you can see Fiona peeking at them? Yeah, and you never really pick it up on the first watch. No, there's no reason to look over there at all. But then you're like, oh, shit, I can kind of mm. see her. Look at her ogre ear. I can see that. I can see it. Yeah. Uh, I do think this middle portion of the movie is it's, it's like a cute little rom-com, you know? they It's 100% a rom-com. Yeah. Shrek, you know, starts doing nice things for making Fiona. animal balloons. She makes him a <laughs> makes Out of- animal balloons, which she does right back for him. She makes him like a cotton candy ball of spider webs, which so is disgusting. Gross. My favorite is when they're like crossing the river, and Shrek weighs down the tree so they can cross, but Donkey's not all the way over. Yeah, you know, and he's he, just <laughs> uh, when he lets go, so Donkey just it's launched in the air. It's a cute section. Is Donkey not like the ultimate third wheel? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, essentially they're fall- they're clearly falling for each other. But it- and you know it's a little weird because she's a human, he's an ogre. You're like, okay, I mean, whatever. You know, moral of the story is very much like a don't judge a book by its cover. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, this is actually a reverse 
Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, basically. Like even the transformation at the end looks just like uh, the end of Beauty and the Beast. It does look just like yeah, wow, it looks just like it. But so I think this is actually like the better message, isn't like Beauty and the Beast is she falls in love with like the beastly mm-hmm. dude, but then like when she does fall in love, he becomes hot. Whereas like this one is like no, you yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what you look like. Like love is the answer. Yeah. You don't have to be hot to deserve love. Not saying Shrek and Fiona aren't hot, but <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So uh, towards the end of the, the montage, they get to the their like second evening where they have to, um, Fiona kind well, of freaks out because she's lost track of time. She's having fun. Oh, you know what? We skipped over it. We should touch on the Robin Hood scene. It's pretty great. When oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's another example of, I was talking about the female dragon, also when Fiona just whoops on Robin Hood and his merry man of bandits, which their musical number was pretty classic too. If you really listened to mm-hmm. it, it's 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 pretty funny. I, I had to re, like rewind it a couple times and really give it a listen. Um, uh-huh. But uh, when she just whoops all of their butts, that's such a great scene. A nice little uh, uh, reference or homage to Matrix. Yeah. Which was another very popular movie of the time. The spin. So many references. Yeah. So after that, uh, she loses track of time. She has to find somewhere to camp out and uh, stay for the evening without being outed as an ogre. Oh, but this is the one. This is she does get outed. Her plans fail. Yeah. Because Donkey barges in. Because Donkey's so annoying. I think that's something we missed about Donkey is like, while he is really funny, he's like 100% like an annoying little brother. He's like always in your business, always talking. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, This scene, though, it kind of breaks my heart for Shrek because, you know, he goes (laughs) out and finds that flower for. Oh, and he's going to, and he's going to tell Fiona how he feels. Yep. And, uh, donkeys in there kind of consoling fiona and trying to get her to to just tell shrek how she feels because she's also you know starting to feel it for him donkey's wingman in it and she's like how could anyone love someone as ugly and monstrous as i am and but like shrek's right shrek's outside just, the door at the it's a classic misunderstanding uh, and it is heartbreaking because you it's he heartbreaking like, for an animated film you could feel and see the hurt on his face and in his voice. He is mm-hmm. devastated. That's like my first taste of heartbreak, man. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Hits you in the gut. Hits you in the yeah. gut. And um, Shrek's pissed. And so I-, I love when he's pissed, like he is like super bitter and he just goes and gets Farquaad and is like, <laughs> uh, journey's over. Mission's done. Give me, like, we're done here. Give me my land, yeah. Yeah, he, he's very much like, uh, okay, I don't want to play anymore. Give me my ball. We're done. Yeah. Um, so when he does bring Farquaad back, I, it, like Farquaad it's comes in so on the horses funny. with the it's- cavalry. <laughs> it's so funny because he's like, you see it and it's like, he, he looks a little taller than before. Yeah, he looks and good. So he gets like lifted off his horse and like, the legs are basically just like for show, not, pros- not prosthetics, but just like extensions. Of <laughs> it's his short so funny because he gets lifted. It's, it's so a great, f- just like physical gag. Oh man, Farquaad is you know, and this is so bad. It's I didn't even want to point it out. It's the one flaw in the movie because it's so great and it holds up. It's got a great message, but the the message of the movie is very much like 
love it doesn't matter what you look like love is love but like they're just constantly making short jokes about <laughs> unless you're short yeah. <laughs> fuck you, like, you can be short. as ugly as you want but if you're short fuck <laughs> you <laughs> sorry it's bad that's, how it is. that's the yeah. way the world works yeah I'm short too. I'm not as a, I'm saying this as a short person. I just uh, I like noticed that. I think I saw that online, and I was like, I haven't been able to forget it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's almost like a little like a, a breakup at this point because they there, it's this huge misunderstanding, and and now Shrek is being really angry angry towards Fiona, and she doesn't understand why. She was just trying to tell him how she feels. So now she's upset. So she happily, well, not happily, um, begrudgingly leaves with Farquaad. But if uh, it's like if Shrek's upset, mine as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. And Shrek just retires to his his uh, his swamp. Shrek is like the definition of like the, the funny guy who gets the girl. <laughs> is, is he? <laughs> what do you mean by that? I don't know. Like, there's always like that guy who gets like a way hotter girl than he is, and it's like, oh, it's because he's like funny. Yeah, isn't isn't that the story of guys? <laughs> like, <man>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe good point, maybe good point. Yeah. But um, this is where we get Hallelujah, and I recently saw a TikTok where a bunch of kids thought this was like the Shrek song, like not like didn't know that it was like from outside Shrek, like. I mean, I pr- I probably thought that at the time. I don't fault them. I probably believed that at the time. I didn't know it was by Leonard Cohen. I had no idea who Leonard Cohen was. But it is a great use of uh, Hallelujah, which seems like such a cliche film TV song. but Yeah, but it works so well. Played to a T in this scene. Played yeah. amazing. This is, I think, the final musical montage no uh, no it ends on a musical number (laughs) oh there's a musical number but this is the last montage is is uh set to hallelujah while fiona's getting ready for the wedding and and shrek is just doing ogre shit (laughs) (laughs) doing ogre shit um another classic short joke is they have the two bride and groom on the cake and she sinks farquad down (laughs) Yeah, she's not about it at all, but she thinks this is her one shot to to lift Break the, the curse. curse. I was going to say so after the hallelujah number, um Donkey goes to find Shrek in the swamp and they have like the the classic third act like best friend argument, super <laughs> bad like disagreement where they're fighting over territory and Donkey's saying he should get half the swamp. Because he did half the mission. It's fair, in my opinion. he did half the mission. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, But he finally kind of outs Fiona to to Shrek and says, like, she was talking about herself. Or, no, I think he says, like, she wasn't talking about you. Um, And he's really pushing Shrek to go object to the wedding. Which is, like, such a classic. Like, this did start off as a parody fairy tale comedy and it just turns into such a great rom-com. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's literally going to run and object at a wedding. Object to the wedding. Classic. Classic. Oh, my. Shrek is a rom-com about gentrification in marginalized communities. 
Oh man, we have uncovered some great things here. Yeah. And I love when they get there um that ever like at the wedding itself, this is such a minute detail. Like Farquad's goon, I don't even know what to call him. His dungeon master is holding mm-hmm. up cue cards like applaud or aw. <laughs> it's I don't know why. That is that shit is so funny to me though. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of it's like kind of meta jokes they're teasing at like breaking the fourth wall but not quite yeah um so there's the big confrontation and shrek confesses his love to fiona and they kiss and cue the transformation and it looks just like beauty and the beast i looked it, it looks up like again. beauty and the beast it looks identical like, oh, to it she's gonna come back down just you know looking like beautiful fiona and she comes back down as an ogre as an ogre that really threw me for a loop when I first oh, watched it. I was as like, a kid, what? you're stunned. You're like, what is he not, the what? Is he not the true love? What's happening? Yeah, you're literally like, oh, Shrek's not the true love. Oh, what an idiot. I was so invested. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it is Farquaad. No, and then yeah. this is the last. Maybe it was Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the lesson, though, is it's like uh, that. You know, love is love. Shrek, it doesn't matter what you look like. Shrek thought she was beautiful for her personality. It's cute. It's super cute. And it's good for kids. And it's 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 not the lo- normal lesson you get out of a fairy tale like this. And I think mm-hmm. that's why it's it resonates. Is one, you know, everyone I think everyone loves parody of things when you like poke fun at like a classic time. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, a trope, like that's always good. And it's a good message that isn't normal to these type of fairy tales. Yeah. Um, I also feel like this is one of the few examples, because at the time, uh, like the parody genre of movie was, I feel like, huge. Like, um, yeah. Is it called Scary Movie? Yeah. The, like yeah. the comedy version? Yeah. Like there's also that, like Spaceballs, Scary there's Movie. Like there's Monty Pythons out there. Yeah. But no, this time specifically, they were like spoofing anything that came out. I feel like there was probably yeah. like a, a Twilight parody or like <laughs> something along. The, like they were spoofing everything at this point, but only one of them is in the Library of Congress now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, is just such a great film. But so it, when you find out they're ogres, they have a nice little, um, what is the ending music number? It's great. It's, it's another uh, smash. Then I saw her face. Da, na, 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 yeah. Na, yeah. Eddie and Murphy Eddie Murphy singing, singing it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's Great so good. Musical number. Oh, it's Just, so good. It, it it feels like a celebration. It really does. It does. <laughs> uh, Shrek has a killer soundtrack. Yeah. It's part of what makes it great though. Is and sets it apart is like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, like a lot of animated films do have good ones. I'm thinking more Disney instead of like Pixar of the era. Mm-hmm. The Disney films weren't focused so much on their soundtrack, and it was a lot of like original music in Disney films. I would disagree. I would say they were very much focused on their soundtrack. They were just writing original music. I guess that's what I it. meant. Yeah. Is they were focused on like the original music aspect of it, whereas like this is like a, a pop hit of the time. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, a, now that's what I call music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guarantee any time anyone hears this song, they think of this movie. Oh, for sure, yeah. I don't even know who that and song is by. I just know Eddie Murphy sang it once, and it's classic. I think it's by Smash Mouth. I think it is begins it? and ends on Smash Mouth. I feel like we got to fact check that. Yeah, go for it. Fact check me. Um, while you're doing that, I'm 
going to say the funniest part of the movie that we haven't already discussed. Yeah, I told you. It it begins and ends on Smash Mouth. So I think (laughs) the funniest scene in the whole movie is Jinji getting tortured in the beginning. But the funniest thing um, that we haven't discussed yet is when Fiona is singing her song and the birds literally, the bird explodes trying to repeat what she's doing. I remember as a kid just being like, very much like, what the fuck? (laughs) That is a great moment. It's such a small, random little joke, but I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. What do you think the funniest moment is for you? I would. I, I like that bird moment a lot. Uh, I would say I think Jinji is probably the most memorable side character. Not mm-hmm. like super important to the story. I think he has a bigger role in. Uh, oh, he definitely oh, has. A, he a, definitely a has a bigger role, role in Shrek too. too. <laughs> I haven't watched. I've. I don't think I've watched Shrek two since like it came out. Oh, get ready! Shrek really two is be- spoiler. Yeah. Shrek two is better than Shrek one. People, it's one of the few. And Shrek one is awesome. And okay, yeah. we, we could we could let's not cover too much of <laughs> a later project. But um, yeah. this, you know, I think this. Uh, just in a time when uh, like a lot of Disney movies are coming out of uh, Disney princess movies of sorts. This just was like a very good breath of fresh air, hot take on it, if you will. And Mm -hmm. the combination of like the music, the animation, and just like the clever writing and the star-studded cast, it's just all around a hit. It's all around Mm -hmm. like a a home run, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's a classic. It's a part of our culture now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shrek is culturally important to us. Um, I... I wonder. So it had, I think there's four Shrek movies out, and the last one came out somewhere in the the aughts, like 2014. Yeah, yeah and I've seen like three that. and four. I think when I took my younger siblings to see them when they were young, mm-hmm. but um, it goes. I mean, the order goes two, one, and then there's a large drop off in three and four. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think we should just. Well, I think we should cover all four. I think we should do oh, all four. For sure. We're definitely yeah. going to do two, but let's let's delve into and you know we've only really covered stuff we really enjoy. So I'm curious yeah. to see what it would be like to cover something that maybe isn't so great. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious like what the perception of Shrek is because uh, I mean it's been oh, like five to ten years since there's been a Shrek movie out. I like mm-hmm. I'm worried it's gonna I'm worried it's gonna fade away. Nah, because it's you know? in the library now. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it ain't going anywhere. People are yeah. gonna be talking about it for years. Mm-hmm. I did read that Shrek Five is apparently like might be in development. The I, I think the plan was for there to be five, but then they got to four, and they thought it was a nice ending point. Um, they have babies later on. I know that much. The, yeah. Uh, I know there's a Puss in Boots spinoff. Puss in that, Boots is such a great, we're talking about sequels. It's I so know. hard to introduce a character and <laughs> talk about one. They just they nail, so they nail well. Puss in Boots. He fits in perfectly with the gang. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah. Shrek holds up. Uh, I almost hesitate to bring this up, but how do you no, feel do about it. like, don't do it? No, do, do it, it, do it, do oh, it. Uh, how do you feel about like the dark web memification of Shrek? Oh no. Um uh, I've seen you know what yeah, I'm I know exactly about. what yeah. you mean. <laughs> but I think this is part of why 
<laughs> this is part of why Shrek will yeah continue on and people will talk about it is you're always going to see a meme of Shrek it's whether it's like, like a there's some really obscure and weird ones some out there dark shit out there like this really is, dark this gross. is my swamp <laughs> what a weird note to end on can we bring yeah. it back for let's let's <laughs> for <sure>. let's <laughs> Shrek is love Shrek is life but no, this is no, no, no. But in all honesty, I think uh, there's a generation of kids that you know, Shrek is like a big hit for them, and so mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of projects you see moving forward probably inspired by Shrek mm-hmm. in one way yeah. or another. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching Shrek way more. I did too. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I there's a ton of adult jokes. Not to like it, but yeah, it holds up. I think uh, one of the things I'd read on the Wikipedia was like the reason um, uh, DreamWorks might have been like skeptical about it is like the the producer, Jeffrey Katzenberg, wanted it to be this edgy thing. And <laughs> they didn't really know what, like, what does that mean for, for a kid's <laughs> movie? But I think they pulled it off to a T. Think- like, great job. We... It, that's the they exact Shrek's, tone they had. They shreked the world, and it was they shreked the world, and it turned out to be a good thing. It's, yes, it's one of the most important animated movies of our time. Yeah, that's a nice boulder. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> he goes, whose boulder is this? He goes, that's my boulder. He goes, that's a real nice boulder. I like where you got that boulder. <laughs> oh man, any closing thoughts? I definitely want to do Shrek too at some point. Yep. Uh, I think like that, I, I think I texted this to you, but like that was like, I was probably 10, 11, 12 or something, but like I made sure to buy that DVD, like saved up my, you know, allowance yeah. or whatever to buy that on DVD and I watched it all the time. But um, I don't know. It's on Hulu. If you have it, watch, Shrek, throw it Shrek, on it. Shrek is on Netflix too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I watched it on Netflix. Oh, um, Shrek 2 I might be a little wrong. more hard to find, but th- I think yeah. uh, we'll be covering that up here soon. So if you love Shrek like we did, you should definitely check that one out. It's it's funny as hell. And it, oh, it's and so it, funny. it starts and ends on Smash Mouth, <laughs> which is such a bold choice. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> the year 2000, they said, man, what do we need that people will just love? And they were like, Smash Mouth. <laughs> their star burned too bright in 2001 <laughs> never had a oh, hit again man. i could tell you every word to that song too <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey this has been a lot of fun uh great time covering this i i've said all i need to say about shrek do you have any other thoughts uh go watch it on it's streaming somewhere you'll be able to find it my name's evan that'll do donkey that'll do My name's Alex. (laughs) Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.